You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Smart Connect Podcast, the podcast for small to medium sized enterprises. Join your host, Anne Marie Cross, as she interviews business experts and industry thought leaders on best practice initiatives, innovation, and insights to help you grow your business. Now, over to your host. Welcome to Smart Connect Podcast. This is episode six, featuring business experts and industry thought leaders to help you effectively navigate a constantly changing and disrupting marketplace. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, according to PayPal and Intuit Australia in their late payment study conducted in November 2015, there is $26 billion in unpaid invoices at any one time in Australia. And Dun & Bradstreet claims that businesses spend about 80 million hours per year chasing debtors and 90% of SMEs fail because of poor cash flow. So let me ask you a question. How's your company's cash flow and do you have unpaid debtor accounts? If you do, joining me on today's show is Janine Purdy. She is the CEO of Business Credit Solutions, a debt collection agency which she founded in early 2014 after working at a national collection agency. So the area of debt collection is certainly something she's an expert in and passionate about. Now on today's show, Janine is going to speak about how we can be better prepared to give credit to customers and to feel comfortable and confident with the customers that we choose to do business with. Also, she'll be sharing some early detections and warning signs of a non-payment of a customer and what we can do and what you need to know about cloud-based systems to assist you and your data management. So welcome to the show, Janine. Thank you. That is one big figure there, $26 billion of unpaid invoices. And then the fact that there's 18 million hours spent chasing up all of these unpaid invoices. That's a lot of money and a lot of time. It is. And I speak to those people daily, those people with big problems and lots of stress. And cash flow certainly is something that we all can relate to as businesses, but thinking that, look, we've made the sale, we've often delivered the product or the services, yet our unfortunate customers are just not paying really does put us in quite a predicament. So share a little bit then for us, how can we be better prepared to give credit to customers and feel confident in in doing so and choosing the right customers to do business with? It's very important to know who you're dealing with, Mm -hmm. um, to do some searches perhaps, you know, Google people, um, listen to what other people are saying about them out there um, because often the gift of intuition is a very strong thing that we cannot ignore. So to have a look at just what your processes are as well and to make sure they're absolutely watertight in going forward. Things like your trading terms. Make it absolutely clear that people know what you're about. They know who they're dealing with and who you're dealing with Mm -hmm. and what exactly you are after from them. Now, they also know that there are consequences if they don't pay you on time and these should be clearly outlined in your trading terms. If it's seven days, is your trading terms that there are consequences for those for being late. We all know with our Optus and Telstra accounts, as soon as they're one day late, you pay an additional $15 fee. Mm. So, of course, when you get that Telstra account in the mail or Optus or another utility bill, we're very mindful of paying those first because we know there's a consequence 
for not paying them. That sort of thing in your trading terms is, is very, very important. Also, having adequate trading terms, terms and conditions done up by a lawyer, particularly a commercial lawyer who understands your business and the consequences of what could go wrong out there. So they're actually written into your terms and conditions. Having that done up is very important. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I'm thinking, I know I've seen a lot of times we put our terms and conditions on our invoices. Do you think it's important then to, even before we get to that stage where we've we've passed on credit and we've, we've provided the service or product to our clients, maybe even somewhere on the website or letting our potential customer know beforehand what our trading terms and conditions are? So it's best to, to share that before they're even become a client? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. So clients often do a lot of research on who they want to deal with. So yeah. if you've got a, a website with those things mentioned there, they will, they will know. There are very good websites with, with the consequences and, and the trading terms written up. People know from the outset yeah. what they're what they're about. Do you find that with a lot of the clients that you're dealing with and even in the industry, because I know you've been working in this industry for quite a long, long time, that many people and businesses find themselves in a situation where they do have outstanding invoices from debtors because of the fact that they haven't put their trading terms and conditions up front or they just don't have those organised? Absolutely, and we see it every day. So we're always educating our clients on what to do better next time. And that is written quotes as well. You mm -hmm. know, so somebody knows that they were authorised to do the work, as I mentioned, some sort of authority in writing. Also, you know, giving them quotes and giving invoices and trying to get payment on the day too was really important. You were mentioning a couple of other things as, as well. So what other things? So we've got our trades and, and, and our trading terms and conditions. You're saying that really we need to get an expert on side, a commercial lawyer who does have knowledge and expertise in that area. Are there other things that we need to have in place to better prepare ourselves to give credit to customers? Yes, you should have, a, as I mentioned, a knowledge of who you're dealing with. So mm. perhaps to do a quick credit search is via the various authorities out there, Vader or Creditor Watch. So to look at the various bodies out there that can assist to do a bit of a history, a bit of a, a credit check history on your customer that you want to do deals with. Because especially if you're, if you're giving credit to someone, you want to make sure that you're getting paid. And, you know, so anything out there that can alert you to the fact that they might have a bit of bad history out there is something that you should take on board before you give them credit. And I know sometimes as business owners, when we are speaking to a potential client, we can get quite excited because we think, well, this is a sale, this is fantastic. But then if we think, okay, we've made a sale, but we're just not getting paid for it and we have mm. to do all this afterwards, it's better to take time and do it at the beginning to, to, to tick all the boxes, if you will, put all of these things things in place to avoid that that heartache that's right that's mm. right and I see it all the time and I also see people that are happy to give a little bit of credit at the start and and then as sort of the months roll by there's a whole lot of credit out there to the tune of $268,000 I saw years ago unpaid wow. so this particular poor client of mine um, it started 
small amounts and you know gradually it was getting larger and larger and he just wasn't paying him to the extent of $268,000 wow. you know and, and there's all sorts of horror stories like that out there. What about some early detections some warning signs what typically do we need to look out for to, to kind of alert us hang on a minute do we really want to do business and and maybe are you also talking about whether a potential or a customer who has done business with us that they, they could become an issue if we're not doing A, B or C. Well, love to hear your thoughts yeah. on this. We do see that happen as well where people get into trouble because perhaps a quote initially starts small and they go back, they want need a variation uh, on that quote and they are slow to get back to them to authorise that variation mm. and then that when they go ahead and do that work and then they say, well, I didn't, I didn't authorise that, I didn't want that done. So disputes start to happen. Um, as I mentioned before, you know, they start to want a lot more credit and are slow to pay that and they're slow to get back to them as well and they start ignoring people's phone calls. Just keeping an eye out too on people's details if they're calling an office or calling a mobile number and particularly when it, they're just getting ignored or the ultimate is that the mobile number is disconnected that's a, a mm. that's a major warning sign that you should be chasing that debt a lot harder and you should be engaging our services talk a little bit too about because i know as businesses if we're dealing with a client and they've already got outstanding invoices and perhaps we have already shared with them look our terms and conditions are we're not providing any more services or, or products i know that sometimes we don't really want to say to our client no we're not going to provide you any services but i guess at that point if they have got an outstanding account already or maybe more than just one account, one, one invoice, we really do need to stand our ground, don't we, and say these are the terms and conditions, no more further credit will be extended mm. until that is paid up. What, what would you say around that? Absolutely agree with it. You've got to be professional. You provided a professional service. You command to be paid, mm. paid on time and otherwise you can stop credit and there's a lot of um, companies out there doing that and they have to do that because otherwise it can just continue on mm -hmm. and there's just no stopping people they'll just keep taking and taking so no you absolutely have to do that these days yeah I know some... and, and I know it's yeah. about relationships and I I think that's what you're leading to mm. that people say oh I'm really scared of losing this business and yes that is a real concern but it also is so costly in carrying that debtor you know costly in the time and the money it costs as, as being treated as someone's bank. So you've really got to look at yourself, look at the situation and say, do I really need that particular client um, who has become a bad debtor? Because potentially there could be other much better clients out there for you and your business which won't give you the stress. I mean if we look at that at the costs and sometimes it's the unwritten costs in, in chasing the time and energy and you know, we may do it ourselves or we may have a team member that does it for, for which us. Which costs money. Yeah absolutely um, yeah. If, and if it is our time or even our staff's time that could be time better served to find really good clients who are you That's know right. respectful of the payment terms and so forth but let's face it if we wrote a cheque and that bounced from our bankers our bankers are going to charge us and they will continue to charge us until we get our, you know, our bank account to, um, you know, to have money in that. So if you look at it that way, every day that, uh, you know, a debtor is overdue, it is costing us money one way or another. So when we look at it that way, it really does drive home just how serious this is and we need to stand 
stand up for ourselves. That's right. And there are statistics on that, on just exactly what carrying debtors cost mm -hmm. um, per thousand dollars. So, you know, I'd be happy to get those statistics to people yeah. um, if they are. So it is a very real problem. What about some, sometimes I know that with larger corporations, it almost is, uh, you know, that, that, that the, we're dealing with them as clients. It's almost like this unwritten rule that, okay, we may say that our accounts or invoices are on a 30-day uh, time frame to be paid, yet they always tend to stretch it out longer. What would you say in, if that was to, to avoid that from happening? Are there, obviously what you've said, but are there any other things that we can put into place to avoid that happening to us? There's particular cloud-based data management systems to try and rein in their receivables, which are very effective. I think just being very vigilant with these people and, you know, if they're going to continue to do that, then you have to ask, is that, you know, mm. a client that, that you can afford to carry? Some larger businesses can afford to carry that, but others, smaller businesses sometimes find they really struggle with, yes, they want that business because it's quite a, a large piece of their business, but they just can't afford it. So they've got to look at trying to rein it in and if they can't then they've got to perhaps question whether or not they should keep that business. Yeah as you said have payment plans available so that you're not waiting right to the end when everything has been delivered and then all of a sudden you try and recoup your fees but perhaps have it staggered over time so that it's not a, a huge amount that that is outstanding. It, it, that would be something else I'd imagine that, that would help? Exactly and people can do write that up in their in their contracts before they're dealing with people so they know going forward what what to expect and you know it's a two-way process then where where hopefully everybody wins. You mentioned earlier about cloud-based systems to help you and you know you wanted to share also with listeners what we do need to know about cloud-based systems to, uh, to assist us with our data management. Now for those people who weren't even aware about these systems share a little bit about what, what do they do and how can they help us? It's a pretty new innovation out there and we have partnered with a system called the IODM solution. Mm -hmm. um, IODM, it marries up with your cloud-based accounting software, so whether it be MyOB or Xero or QuickBooks or whatever the system is. From there, as soon as the payment is overdue, a series of letters and SMS text alert are sent to the debtor. If after two reminder letters, um, and that's over two and three, I guess if you like, so mm. reminder letter one and two um, with a seven-day expiry. After they expire, then debt collection letters are sent out to try and, you know, rein in this money. So mm -hmm. it's, it's showing people that you're very serious. If we still don't get a response from that, then it's much earlier in the process that um, people are aware that they, you know, that there is a problem with this particular client. Yeah. It also um, has a button for debt if there's a problem as well, you know, if they're disputing a, a particular invoice, then that can be alerted right back early in the process rather than much later, which did tend to really delay payments coming back to people. So it, it's a system, a, a very professional system that assists people to, as I said, rein in their accounts yeah. and to get, get paid quicker, which maximises their cash flow. Mm -hmm. um, if they're still not paid, then they refer them off to us to repay collections and we go through our commercial debt recovery firm to 
get a re resolution for people. Just one of the things that I um, picked up as you were explaining that, it really sounds as if if we do have a, an outstanding debt and obviously we've, we've sent reminder notices and so forth, it's important for us to document everything, isn't it? Like the conversations we might have, the letters that we send out, because if it does come to us having then to approach you or a company such as yourself and we'll share how people can get hold of you and touch base with you um, at the end of the show it makes your job that much easier doesn't it if you've got a file with all of the documentation and, and uh, notices and so forth, letters that have been sent out yes is that important oh absolutely and particularly when they it wasn't disputed at all so they were going to you know pay and then for whatever reason they didn't mm -hmm. so it really does help us to show the history of um, what a client's gone through um, in their debt recovery process before we get the debt. Do you find that with those letters, because obviously the letters using the cloud-based system that you've just been talking about, worded very carefully, I would imagine, so that takes that whole, for us, the need to, to do that, which I think for many businesses, it's like, oh, what do I say? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. once a debtor gets an invoice like that, I would imagine that that would prompt them, oh, okay, these, these this business is really serious about this account. Do you find that once those letters go out, one or two, that it really does prompt payment of, of the invoices? Yes, and, and it prompts not only payment, but it prompts a conversation mm. about why they haven't paid too. So it could be that they're not getting paid in order to pay their outstanding invoices. So um, we can also assist them with that as well and look mm -hmm. at um, their particular problems. Yeah, yeah. So often that's the case. And just and just feeding that third-party communications back to our client about why why they haven't been paid. And often while it's still with the, you know, the client and the debtor, they're reluctant to say, hey, I've got a problem with my business. Mm. They just won't have that conversation. Yeah. I think from both parties, isn't it? And as a business who might have a debtor that has outstanding um, a, a account, to actually have to ring them, particularly if we are quite close. And I know for many people... Um, they may have a relationship with, with the potential customer to have to ring them and say, hey, your account is overdue um, can be something very, very difficult. But also on the other the other side of the coin, our, our customer may be very embarrassed to have to um, say that, look, can't pay for, for these reasons. But having the conversation is so important so that maybe a payment plan can be put into place or something so that the, the payment does get paid down, maybe in, in short, smaller amounts, but at least it's not just this unpaid debt which is just sitting there doing nothing, yes? Absolutely, and the worst thing a debtor can do is to ignore people because that shows that they're not serious or they, they might be but they just don't know what to do. So mm. I had an example of someone yesterday, he's been paying $100 a week off a, a $15,000 debt and he said when he gets paid um, from from a client who's slow to pay next month, the, the $15,000 will be paid in full. Yeah. So that that's a conversation that, you know, we're communicating back to our client. That conversation wasn't happening at all until we got involved. So, you know, the client's happy with that because it, it means it didn't have to incur legal fees or other action or, or just... They, they were in the dark. They didn't know what was going to happen. Mm. So they now have, you know, a bit of bit of promise there that um, they will be paid in full yeah, yeah. Um, in, within a month, yeah. which is great. And I think also, too, that in many cases, just like the example that you shared, their debtors may be slow to pay too. So it's it, And that really does impact the whole kind of 
process from who you pay and, and so on and so forth. And often we do want to continue doing business with our clients and not having that conversation is just, it, it's a stalemate is just not what, what we want. But then what you have shared today, there are some clients or potential clients who if we do a little bit of research, we realize that we really would not want to do business with them anyway just because of the history and so forth. But a lot of times when we do this, have the conversation, get key things in place, um, ultimately at the end of the day, both the customer and you as, as the company, it's a win-win, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it makes us very happy when we get great outcomes for our clients because so often when I first meet with, with people, particularly when they've got a lot of, mo a lot of money owing to them, they look seriously stressed. They, they, they look pale and, and it's, it's great to, I think, go through what we're going to do with them, you know, give them some sort of hope, a poster strategy that we set forward for them. And then when there is a good outcome for them, that's fantastic. We've really helped their business. Are there any other things that uh, you see businesses doing that really could impact negatively and have them be in a situation where there is unpaid debt and a lot of unpaid debt that you may not have already shared today that you'd like to share? I think you need to look out for particular businesses out there and industries and really watch what's going on with industries. We've, we've seen recently demise of the SAGE institutes. Uh. So, you know, that affected a lot of people. I had a call from someone who said, I've just lost $10,000 or, or so. And, you know, I sort of guided him through that process of what dealing with the liquidator and, and what was going to transpire there yeah. but it was that he he trusted them and he he let them go on so sometimes you know you just have to be watching the news watching business reports and and to really to think about who you want to deal with out there really good point because if we find that certain industries or certain companies um, who, who are struggling and industries that are changing and we only need to turn on the radio to find out that there are many companies you know industries that are struggling with with we talked about disruptive technologies and so forth coming to the market it may just be that flag that red flag that hang on a minute we need to you know put a stop on on this we need to collect that mm. or maybe yeah. even not take on clients in certain industries yes yeah yeah and just be extra vigilant of your your initial searches regarding that business and I have clients that ring me too about um, very confidentially about various businesses and so forth, and we have a bit of a chat. Um, hopefully help them out initially as well and, and as I mentioned before just making sure their processes up the front are, are completed and, and, and watertight because it, it is so important that if there is a default, if if something does happen that um, perhaps they can, there is a director's guarantee, a personal guarantee and they can go the director personally as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Because often that's, that's just not in place mm -hmm. and it should be. Yeah. Yeah, it costs, costs a few thousand dollars to do up but um, the investment is there and also being able to add costs as well as soon as someone defaults, that's invaluable as well. Mm -hmm. I've seen sort of 40,000 become $60,000. So it gives you greater leverage when you're trying to negotiate the debt. So you've mentioned the Cloudblaze systems already and that's something that you or one that you have partnered with. Share a little bit more about the services that you can offer and then also how do we get in contact with you? We are business credit solutions. So as we've spoken a lot about today, we help clients to deal with 
credit management and getting your credit processes right. So we do do quite a bit of training to various clients and, and groups out there on, on just making sure that you're right in with those processes and taking photographs too before you do a job. And so, you know, those sort of things that you might not think about. Getting payment for stuff as well, that's all really important. So lots of education there um, and knowing how long it is that you can chase a debt for too, which is... Um, six years from the last payment. A lot of people oh, don't realise that. So mm. yeah, there's all these little tips, I guess, out there that we educate our clients on and, and various franchise groups as well. So, And you, you, you know that you're getting through to people because they, they don't know. They don't know and, and anything that can assist can make them extra vigilant from the start to, to avoid problems. And, and people say they get tough. Well, that's true. You don't walk out of David Jones without paying for your shirt. So why do exactly. people give <laughs> give credit to, to people that they've just done a wonderful job for, they've spent a yes. lot of time or so forth, and then they've run off mm -hmm. and not paid them. So it makes people very angry. Another little tip is don't let debts go on too long and don't, don't make it personal because if you get angry or you try to, you know, talk to the debtor, I guess, in a um, disparaging way, then they will very quickly put your invoice to the bottom of their pile because they're angry with you. Yes. So before that happens, it's a good idea to pass it across. You want to have, you know, positive energy, look, you know, be looking forward in your business, be utilizing that time on business development and lifting your cash flow, not looking backwards and not being angry with people that haven't paid you. So that's interesting. So in other words, so obviously you do some great training. I think awareness is one of the most important things that we can do as business owners. We don't know what we don't know. And if we can put things into place before they get to this stage, I think that's uh, very, very important. So even if someone's invoice becomes outstanding, so maybe it's a 30 day and it's around 45 and and it's starting to get to maybe even 50, they can reach mm. out to you and say, look, we would love for you, Janine and your team, to take over as if it's an extension of our business to collect this, to get it to the point where it is paid before you actually then need to get your credit arm or the other arm in. Is that how it would work? It does work that way and we have a lot of people that just, or maybe they don't have a, a dedicated accounts receivable manager, some small businesses and you know, they're tired and they're, they're chasing people after hours and that's the last thing you want to be doing yeah. um, after a hard day at work. So we can we can get involved a lot earlier as business credit solutions and yes. we can act on their behalf to, um, as I said, rein in that money that's owed to them. So when when and when we're doing it, when we get to, say, another a few weeks down the track and they're not paying us, then we engage, we, we move to our collection arm, which is repaid collections, yeah. and we start the collection process a lot earlier than perhaps they would have done so themselves. I like the way that you just remove as the business owner because let's face it, you're an expert in the credit solutions and recovering debt and mm. uh, we're experts in the service delivery or the product delivery and I'm a, such a firm believer in uh, you know showing up where your expertise is. So oh, how absolutely, do people... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and in going, um, we also tell us people, do you have a good bookkeeper? Do you have a good accountant? You know, those, those processes because, you know, are we the experts in that? And a lot of people aren't. Yeah. For sure, yeah. so important. So what is the business website that people can go to find out more? www.businesscreditsolutions.com.au As we mentioned, there's all sorts of information there regarding 
um, our business, Repaid Collections, and also our associated law firm, DSA Lawyers and Consultants. Fantastic. So uh, definitely go and check them out. And, you know, if you've got debtors who have not paid, certainly give Janine and her team a call. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Are you a specialist who supports small business and you want to increase your visibility, reach and influence with your own podcast channel? but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. So if you're an aspiring podcast host, or if you have an existing business-focused podcast, and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach, and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. So that brings us to another episode. We do hope that you'll reach out to Janine. And if you want to connect with Australia's foremost collective of business experts and industry thought leaders to small and medium-sized businesses and enterprises, go to www.ssba.net.au. That's ssba.net.au.